Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. The weekend is here. The weekend is here, man. Why I walk in here and there's a bunch of Howard University stuff on my um my chair? I don't know. They disrespectful. Who said that one? The Poppy Howard sent it or what? Or um. African American College Alliance uh, might, might have sent nah, that stuff nah, over there. Nah. Chris. I know what Chris stuff look like. Who? Oh. Who? Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. Cheryl McKissick. McKissick, yeah, that's what just right. She went there, Cheryl? You know what? She probably seen all that Hampton stuff and said, let me send some Howard stuff up there Thank to, you, to balance it out. I appreciate you, Cheryl. That's probably Thank what it is. Shout to Cheryl McKissick. Thank you. Thank now, um, yo, yesterday, uh, shout to Dramos because Dramos warned me. Where so you I, at? You not here? We's there. He's there. Oh, good morning, Angela. You? Good morning. Thank you. Now, uh, I took the, the second part of my vaccine on Wednesday. Uh, my parents got their second shot was fine. Gia got the shot with me was fine. Last night, oh, man. That, that second, what? That vaccine, when I say I was I was hot, like on fire, temperature, but I was cold. Menopause. Mm-hmm. Right, I, like when I say hot, like hot, like Gia was like, I, I can't even cuddle with you because you're, you're you're too hot. But I was cold, freezing. Mm-hmm. I had a temperature. I had the chills. It was crazy last night. So All day I saying? was good. Nothing. I feel good now. But I just wanted. To, I didn't want to come in to make just to make sure. But last night was a rough one. I ain't gonna lie. And 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 dramas warned me. Dramas was like, yo, the second vaccine kind of put me on my ass. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. But everybody else in my house was fine. My parents, my family was fine. Gia was fine. Just me. That back, that that back, second shot of that vaccine was was real last night. I ain't gonna lie. And I know a, a lot of people are making decisions on what they're doing with this vaccine. Just to put it out there, today I'll be having a conversation on my IG live with one of the doctors um, from the staff from the White House to talk about the vaccine and help people in making their decisions on what they want to do, just to educate people. I wonder how it works because the first vaccine and the second vaccine is the same vaccine. It's the same thing. But why does the second one affect you? differently than the first one because the first one there was no problems but last night the second one was I ain't go front and now I understand why they say you know some people take the first one and it's like an 85% immune and they don't go back because that second one like I said last night I was I had the window open at one time then the window closed window open Gibbs looking at me like I was a crack and I'm like look I'm hot and then I'm cold I'm hot and I'm cold but I feel I'll like ask Mur- I'll ask Dr. Murthy today exactly. why that is. I was about to say the same Please. thing. Maybe that maybe you should tune in to Angelie's IG live because you <laughs> no, got but that, but that happens to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people say they deal with the same thing: chills and fever. And, oh, no, and like I, heard, I said, I heard that second shot putting people on their ass. Like mm-hmm. you know, I got I got some partners that took the second shot and they've been down for two three days. Yeah, nah, I'm good That's now. Why a lot I feel of good. Want to do that Johnson and Johnson one because it's just one shot. Everybody keeps saying, "I just want that one." It's just the one shot. Yeah, well, well, I, I encourage all of y'all to go out there and you know, con- continue to get the vaccine, so I don't have to. 
Once y'all get to what, 75%, 80%? Then you said good. good. We you all know what good. I mean? So y'all keep doing y'all thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel better now. So uh, also yesterday I ran into, uh, I didn't run into, I had dinner with uh, Jim Jones. Capo! Yeah, and you know what? When he came on The Breakfast Club, he was talking about NFTs, and it was still, I still didn't necessarily understand. So he had to really break it down, explain it, explain how it sold, explain this. Ex- like, he explained the whole thing in thorough to Man, me you don't need to need you don't need to know nothing except we got some content that we about to uh, put on the market okay yeah but we got to know how to put it on the market we got to know how to sell it I, that's look, what we look. got Jim for alright I know he, what he was teaching me I wanted to know for myself that's what Ja Rule Ja Rule got an NFT company mm-hmm. um, you ain't called Ja to see what he think uh, what else? <laughs> I called Jim. Who else? I was telling I you my friend people. who did the the who did the mural in the juice bar Treble Andrew he already has been selling stuff his artwork because he designs for Gucci and so he's been selling his own personal artwork. That's when I first heard about it because he's been doing that for a while. And they called me like, yo, you need to start doing that. There's so many different things you could put on there. So. Yeah, absolutely. So the Breakfast Club has so many different things. We definitely could get that popping. Now, uh, Rod Wave will be joining us this morning. Yeah, his album came out um, mm-hmm. at midnight last night, Soul Fly. This is actually his, his third album. Yeah, so yes. we'll kick it with Rod Wave. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Ah, well, let's look at Georgia. Republicans have went ahead and signed these bills that are restricting voting access. And let's talk about what that means. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, Georgia, they have have went ahead and signed a, an elections bill into law. And what this does is restrict voters. So the new law imposes new voter identification requirements for absentee ballot. It empowers state officials to take over local elections boards. It limits the use of ballot drop boxes. And it makes it a crime to go up to voters in line to give them food and water. Why is that a crime? Can we, can you've been waiting crazy. online for hours. Can you we, can't get some water. Can we just say what this is? This is just simply they don't want you niggas to vote. Okay, let's talk like how they talk when they're behind the scenes whispering to each other because we're so busy worrying about Saweetie and Quavo that we're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. 253 bills across 43 states have been introduced to restrict voting access. They simply don't want niggas to vote. And by niggas, I mean all others who ain't white. All right, well, by yesterday evening, there has been a new lawsuit challenging the new law that's been filed by a trio of voting rights groups, the New Georgia Project, the Black Voters Matter Fund, and Rise, Inc. And... Actually, one of the state legislators and st- state legislators ended up getting arrested. Park Cannon was among several people mm-hmm. protesting mm-hmm. these new changes. Mm-hmm. And she went ahead and knocked on the Republican Governor Brian Kemp State House office door as he was signing the bill into law. It was a closed door ceremony. So they were definitely trying to get this done without people around. And there was a video of this incident of uh, Park Cannon getting arrested that was taken by Tamara, Steve- Tamara Stevens. Here it is. The governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians. Why why is he doing it in private and why is he trying to keep elected officials who are representing us out of the process? Yeah, you said you give her one more time like you're going to do something. Are you serious? No, you are not. Represent for what? Under arrest for what? For trying to see something that our governor is doing? What is she in violation of? I want you to cite the code. What is this freedom and liberty and justice for all y'all keep talking about in this country? Is freedom, liberty, and justice for some? Okay, right. situation. It's incidents like that prove it. Come on now. 
Well, she was taken into jail uh, with two misdemeanors under state law, obstruction of law enforcement and preventing or disrupting General Assembly, according to the police. She did take to social media and say, hey, everyone, thank you for your support. I've been released from jail. I am not the first Georgian to be arrested for fighting voter suppression. I love to say I'm the last, but we know that isn't true. But someday soon, that last person will step out of jail for the last time and breathe the first breath, knowing that no one will be jailed again for fighting for the right to vote. Mm-mm-mm. Once again, I tell y'all all the time, if um, you know voting didn't matter, they wouldn't be trying so hard to stop you from, from voting. Okay, 253 bills across 43 states have been introduced to restrict voting access, a.k.a. stop you niggas from voting. Mm. Right. As you know, Joe Biden had his uh, press conference yesterday and he did address what's going on in Georgia and, and these voter suppression bills. What I'm worried about is how un-American this whole initiative is. It's very American. It's sick. The Republican voters I know find this despicable. And so I'm convinced that we'll be able to stop this because it is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. I mean, this is gigantic what what they're trying to do. And it cannot be sustained. And do everything in my power, along with my friends in the House and the Senate, to keep that from, uh, from becoming the law. By the way, it's very American. Okay, voter suppression is very American. Stopping black people from voting is very American. That's why we will never get anywhere in this country, because people like Joe Biden keep saying things like this is un-American, when the truth of the matter is it is very American. And until we deal with the reality of that situation, nothing's going to change. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, whatever it may be. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, DJ Envy? This is Mike. It's Uber Mike Dallas. How you doing? What's up, Mike? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, I kept, I'm calling Mr. Charlemagne real quick. Yes, sir. I don't understand. Charlemagne. Yes, sir. How in the world you say you don't fart in your clothes, but you, you need Jersey Mike subs and had go, and it runs right through you? How does that work, man? Boy, hey, man. God bless you. Hey, no, 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 for real. God bless you for reading my mind. Remember I told you I had real bad gas. I had real bad gas for like two weeks straight, like terrible, terrible gas. <laughs> I even went to the doctor and everything. I realized it's goddamn Jersey Mike's Tuna subs. Oh my gosh. Them Jersey Mike's tuna subs do you dirty. But you said you don't fart in your clothes. How is that possible? I don't I don't fart in my clothes. I, I think, think that's, that's a lie. No, I don't hey, fart DJ in my clothes. DJ Envy, last thing, last thing, I promise. Yes, sir. Uh, DJ, I'm gonna start a podcast called Tip Your Driver since you don't tip your Uber drivers, man. You don't Me? tip the Uber drivers? I always tip my Uber drivers. What are you talking about? <laughs> Y'all have a good oh. morning, man. I was All like, right. where did that come from? Yeah, I don't know. He just made it up. I always tip the Uber drivers. I definitely tip them. Hello, who's this? This is Tia. How are you guys? Good morning. Get it off your chest. So I was um, wanting to get off my chest that I just had a mommy makeover. Okay. And I had four kids, one being a twin, a twin pregnancy. And my husband decided, uh, well, I decided, and then he agreed for us for us to get my mommy makeover. Um, I got my tubes taken out, and I was ready to go. So got my, got my woman makeover and I started posting things on TikTok to be able to inspire other women or men that want to get, you know, the men get tummy stuff too, um, to inspire them and talk about recovery and just help. So the amount of hate that I got, 
I just want to stay on air. Like, you guys give grace, and you don't know what my story was. I lost 63 pounds prior because a lot of women think, oh, you took the easy way out. No, I, I work for mine, and some women do, but what we choose to do is what we choose to do. But try to just right. be more graceful and positive. <laughs> Yeah, it ain't nothing wrong with no tummy tuck. I was telling one of my homeboys yesterday, get the surgery, man. I, I'm not yeah. lying. I promise you I told one of my homeboys that yesterday. Yeah, but the only, and the only thing with and it I was is... Telling, I was you, telling my trainer at the gym, I was saying, listen, for women, sometimes it is hard. Like, I know so many women who have children, and it's just never the same after that. And if you can do something that make you feel more confident, it's your body. Do it. Yes, yes. And I, like I said, I've lost 53 pounds. I had tunnel vision. I'm like, I'm getting this mommy makeover. And I got it, and I lost my weight. And I'm just trying to spread love, you know? But <laughs> All right. Don't let you happy, though. Yeah, you know, people Thank hate you. when you up. F them. Let them hate. Yeah, they, yeah go ahead and be fine, girl. It's done, it's done on these women. All right. Thank you, Mama. Thank you so much. All right. But even though you get these, if people get these surgeries and these lap bands and these tummy tucks, you still got to work out and you still got to eat right. Because if not, the weight just gained back. That's a fact. You just get the weight, mm-hmm. the weight right back. So don't think that's just an easy way out. You still got to work out. You still got to eat right. Because if not, every two years, you'll be getting a surgery. That's a fact. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going? Nick, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. What's up, man? Yo, this is Nick G from Michigan, man. I just wanted to let y'all know that uh, Trav agreed to do the the song battle. He Word. hit me in my DMs. Yeah, he hit me in my DMs like two days ago. Oh, but wow. Then, uh, yeah, but then he ghosted me a little bit. He ain't hit me back since. What you what you think so of Trav? You think you, you, you got this? You think this is an easy win? Um, So we got two different styles. I'm a hip-hop head. Uh, he just so, likes He's stupid. <laughs> I mean, that, that you, was funny. You, you a hip-hop head and Trav just likes <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, nah, I think I got it, bro. Let's, let's, I'm, nice. I'm nice. Well, he's on the line right now, so we're going to bring him on right now. Yes, sir. Trav, what up, Trav? Here, what's up, Evie? What up, what you, sis? How y'all want to do this sword fight? <laughs> or y'all want to do song for song, freestyle to freestyle? Look, look. What y'all want to do? What you feel, Trav? What look, you feel look, about look. Nick? Look, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say something real quick, right? Now, Nick, Nick, Nick G, that man called up here the other day looking for sympathy and payola, right? First, <laughs> he called up here claiming that he sent me all this encouragement while I was going through what I went through. Let's be truthful, he didn't. All he did was hit me up and tell me he liked me as an artist and he wanted me to listen to his music. I found his message. Another thing is, he sent me messages from, I don't check that side of my messages. He sent me a message a week ago asking me, like, you know, about mellow and beauty. And, Are you scared like, or not, Trav? Yeah, sounds like you're making excuses, Trav. Are you scared or not? Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, Nick's on the line, Trav. Nick's on the line. Nick. Nick's on the line. Nick, Nick. Go. Hold on, Sean. Hey, that's what that's what it sounds like. It sounds like. Hold on, Nick. Because, because, hold on, hold on. Because uh, hold, hold on, on. Nah. Act like you're positive, but the, the first thing you called up is. Hey, anybody that know me, anybody. And I told anybody you, anybody that know me, don't. Hold on, son. This is confusing. Are guys, y'all going to battle or no? Listen, y'all got 48 hours, okay? Y'all got the weekend. I want a song of peace by Monday. All right, Trav, hey. you remember that Nick Rhymes with. Hey, hey, <laughs> what? hey, I'll tell you like this. Mine done now. Whoa, Whoa. you already got a record ready. He said, it's done yeah, now, don't, Trav. Don't play with me. 
Don't see Trav. Trav. He caught you with your pants oh, down, Trav. <laughs> don't get excited. Huh? What you say? He said that we're not doing diss tracks. That's what he said. No, no. What I said was this. I said we could go any way we want to with it. Whoa. You know, you any no, way no, you want no, with Trav? No. I got the message right here. Like the message bro, is very fast. Yeah, I, 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 I said, look, I said, do what you want to do. I don't care. Whoa. No. Now, listen, y'all, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all take no. care of that this weekend now, but I'm, talk, <laughs> I'm talking about rap. I'm, I'm making Hold on, sir. I'm making I do not have hate in my heart for me to discount. We can just do songs. I don't. All right. All right. All right. Hold on, fellas. Y'all want to do song for song? Forget the diss record. Just who got the best song? All right, hey, you hold, hey, hold, hold on, fellas. Hold on, hold on, fellas. I, I, I come from the era. Trav, you gonna put a hole? Trav, you go in that corner. Nick, you go in that corner. We gonna settle this on Monday, okay? We right. gonna see who got the best record. For people right. that don't know, Trav and Nick are a long-time listeners to the show. No, they no, got- no, they're not. They're lovers, okay? <laughs> they're having a little quarrel right now. We're trying to keep them from, you know, hurting each other. You know what I mean? So we are gonna settle this lovers quarrel through music on Monday. So Trav, Trav defeated Sean Stone, porta potty guy, and now Trav is feeling himself. Nick don't like it, so Nick said, "I got something for you." And yes, it seems like this is a lovers' quarrel. So we're just trying to end this peacefully. And whoever wins gets to be the top. <laughs> Yo, shut up, man! <laughs> Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about crossing the line. These two UFC fighters were going at it with each other, and one person had to apologize. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Killer Mike, his Greenwood banking platform that he has with his partner, Ryan Glover, has raised nearly $40 million Come on now. in Series A funding. Come on now. Drop one of the bombs for Killer Mike and Ryan Glover. Those who can't do, those who can't criticize, okay? Greenwood Bank, Michael Rinder. You know, Killer Mike always says if all of us do a little, none of us have to do a lot. Killer Mike is doing more than a little, but he's doing his part in making change the way he sees fit, and I support the good brother 100%. Absolutely. Shout out to Killer Mike. And you know what? And I want to apologize to Killer Mike. I was supposed to open up an account and I never got to it because I honestly forgot, but I will today because well, I definitely line. want to support. Get in line. Well, there's a lot of people on that to? waiting list. There's 600,000 people That's right, on the waiting oh. list. So you're okay. going to be 600,000 Okay. All right, cool. Did you, did you open your account? Did you guys? No, I haven't opened yep, an account. Yep, and I got my card already and everything. Really? really? Yeah, but it's it. not, you can't open your account yet. It's just a debit card right now that's um, got like a pre-paid uh, amount of money. Mm-hmm. But then once you can open it, you know, once everything's up and operational. Well, I'm going to do that today. Well, get on the list, I should say. Salute to the good brother. I'm actually going to use it. I'm actually using that account for my business in Detroit for private label. So I'm going to use it as like a business account Dope. for that. Yeah, got to support. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's talk about Israel Adesanya, and he's a UFC fighter. He was trash talking on social media with a fellow UFC fighter, Kevin Holland, and things got a little bit out of control. Now, for context, Israel was responding to allegations that Kevin Holland made earlier this month against him. Listen to this. I think Israel Adesanya has a and he was doing steroids to get that Next question. I don't want to talk about Israel Adesanya. You know what I mean? It's like you guys always want to talk about Israel Adesanya, and it's like uh, he just lost. 
You know what I mean? He just lost a fight where he got beat up on the feet. And he's supposed to be the best striker in, in the sport. And then he got taken down and beat up there. You guys don't talk about that, but you guys talk about him stepping up a weight class and doing this, him doing this, him doing that. So then everybody's going to view me as the bad guy because I'm up here telling you guys, you guys are nuts for riding his so damn hard. What was, they right. what was they believing before? What did they say he got? He, they said he was on, he, he uh, accused him of being on steroids. And we had to bleep that? I didn't know that's probably curse. He probably said effing oh, steroids or something like that. He grew right. something. I just don't know what it was. He grew, yeah. Was, I mean, what did he grow? What did he own the All right. Reset, guys. Well, Israel Adesanya had uh, responded in an Instagram story. He said, bro, I'll effing rape you. What? And what? Yes, that was his response to Kevin Holland. You know, uh, that's interesting because I was just listening to Glasses Malone yesterday on Gangster Chronicles podcast talking about men discipline, disciplining other men. Uh, by raping them and that's something that we've heard before because remember when Ray J called back in the day that's how he threatened Fabio. Fab mm -hmm. yeah and we used to hear well about, he didn't say he would do it he said not, he had not him he had people yeah. that would do it but and, but we also used to hear that about uh, Suge Knight as well Suge Knight had people that would allegedly do that alright well Israel Adesanya has since apologized he said last weekend fight tuck escalated to a point in which I crossed the line I understand the gravity of this word and how it can affect and hurt other people apart from my opponent although that was never my intention I am still growing under the spotlight and I take this as a lesson to be more selective with words under pressure yeah I mean honestly <laughs> have you ever seen Mike Tyson in a press conference back I in was going to say the same thing <laughs> Mike Tyson used to say so wow -ish. Mike actually said something along those lines to I'll a, rape your daughter, right? Did no, he like no. That? He said I'll do it to the. He said to the man. He said, "No, my no daughter." Boy, he's how uh, people switch yeah. things. I was just asking. Oh, I don't remember. He I told, know he said he bite your arrow. No, he told the man he would do it to him. He said, I'll actually do it. did bite his arrow. And he didn't say he, said, he didn't say rape. He said I'll f you till you love me. And that's what he said. Okay. Jesus so, Christ, all right. Envy. I'm just asking. No, you weren't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I said, did he and, say? I don't know. Sure. And let's send out some love to Danny Lay. People be giving Danny Lay such a hard time now. She was talking about the show Snowfall, and she said, am I the only one that can't get into Snowfall? That's when uh, Ami Joseph responded and said, it's a black thing you wouldn't understand. He's going to ask this. Damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that yesterday. Uh, I chuckled quite a, quite, a, quite a few times. All right. Well, you know, she deleted her message, but then she posted, I feel like I cry every other day. I just want my oh, life to change man. already. I don't want to be here no more. I got no real love <sighs> around me. Stop bullying that girl, man. Lord have mercy, yo. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, words matter, bro. She's been going through a lot the yes, past few weeks. My God. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yeah, feel bad for it. It's not can't. funny. She got to learn to laugh at something. Yeah, she got to laugh. Tweet, she got to laugh at all. That tweet was just funny, just based off, you know, the fact that people don't think she's black. That was just a funny tweet. I just laughed. That was because of all it. the yellow bone drama. But, you know, it's just, okay, guys, she... You, you told her how you felt about her and y'all had some issues. She's learning. This is, she, this is the world. This is social media. You want to be a celebrity? This is what you signed up for. Some days people love you. Some days people hate you. Some days they don't even think about you. Well, that, I, I, that's yeah, what but I can't, I can't tell her how it affects her. That's true. You know, and if it's affecting her right. in a really negative way, everybody just be more mindful. These are real human beings with feelings. And you know social media can affect your mental health, but I tell you what, Danny Lay, don't go to our YouTube page and watch this video because <laughs> people are going to be in them YouTube comments saying, Angela Yee caping for that white girl. Don't do it. Oh, <laughs> don't, stop it. Don't I just go. care about people. I don't want, if, if somebody you. is feeling like that, you know, I don't care what race you are or what you are. It's just, 
Chill I'm out. Because if something happens, everybody's going to be like, prayer hands. Right. All, all she got to do is just look at the first five comments. The first five comments are the people that you know, they usually leave something positive, Man, and I don't, don't usually go after that. Don't look, at, don't look at none of yes. the comments. How about that? You don't have to all look, right, well, don't look that at none of the comments. It's your rumor report. Don't look at none of the comments because, yes, social That's media difficult. So, social media can impact your mental health. And I can only imagine what Danny Lee has been dealing with for the past, uh, how long has it been? It's been a while yeah, now. She's probably right? been dealing with, she's also been dealing with people saying her name wrong. It's Danny Lay. What's her name? <laughs> Danny Lay. Well, maybe it's better we do say Danny Lee because then, well, boy, it's oh some, some poor Danny Lee on social media getting it and yeah. don't know why. Now she upset that you can't even pronounce her name right. Stop it. Just leave it alone. Danny Lay. There That's her go. name? That's it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's not her damn name stuff. Well, we're sending you healing energy, Danny Lay. What you defending her for, Drum? She ain't Puerto Rican. She's Dominican. That's my, that's oh, my, she my is? sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's Dominican. Oh, okay, I see what's going on here. I digress. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Let's talk about Joe Biden's first White House news conference, and we'll give you some of the highlights. All right, we'll get into them next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Mountain Dew is partnering with HBCUs in an effort to uplift the next generation of badass black innovators and entrepreneurs with the Real Change Opportunity Fund Pitch Competition. Empowering students to go out and do. Visit mountaindew.com slash real change to enter. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, Joe Biden had his first White House news conference yesterday, and we were talking about what are some of the things that we're sure that he's going to address, where he was taking questions from the press. Now, one thing that he did talk about was whether or not he's planning to run again. Should we be thinking about this yet in 2024? Have you decided whether you are going to run for re-election in 2024? You haven't set up a re-election campaign yet, as your predecessor had by this time. (laughs) My predecessor needed to. (laughs) My predecessor. Oh, God, I miss him. Uh, have you? Have you? you? No, an answer is <laughs> yes. My plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation. Will Vice President Harris be on your ticket? I would fully expect that to be the case. She's doing a great job. She's a great partner. Joe, you need to get this right first. Absolutely no reason for Joe Biden to be looking ahead to 2024. You haven't even kept your 2020 campaign promises yet. You got a lot to do before you even think about considering you for 2024. Well, she asked him. Well, they were, they were pressing him about that. Then they were yeah, also asking asked him, him. And he Kamala said, was going to be the vice president. They were asking him, do we think he's going to run against Trump? I was like, okay, guys, let it go. It's and, a little early. And he should have said we should be focusing on the now, okay? We still got the George Floyd Policing Act to try to get passed, legalizing weed on a national level, releasing prisoners who are in jail for nonviolent drug offenses. And by the way, Joe, if you don't get the John Lewis Voting Rights Act passed, you don't have to worry about winning another election, period, because Republicans are going to steal them all. All right. Another thing that was addressed is foreign policy and whether or not he can get the troops out of Afghanistan in the coming weeks. He has to face these decisions on whether or not to withdraw these troops. Here's what he had to say. It's going to be hard to meet the May 1 deadline. Just in terms of tactical reasons, it's hard to get those troops out. We've been meeting with our allies And if we leave, we're going to do so in a safe and orderly way. There's a U.N.-led process that's beginning on how to end this war. But it is not my intention to stay there for a long time. Sorry, do you believe, though, it's possible we could have troops there next year? I I can't picture that being the case. Just say no, Joe. Just say no. Just say no. The troops aren't coming home right now. That's all. 
All right. Another thing that he talked about was, of course, the pandemic and the vaccine. And what are some of the plans to make sure that we get these 200 million? Remember, he's been saying 200 million in his first 100 days. Here's what he had to say. Now, today I'm setting a second goal, and that is we will, by my 100th day in office, have administered 200 million shots. And today we made a historic investment in reaching the hardest hit and the most vulnerable communities, the highest risk communities, by investing an additional $10 billion. $10 billion $10. where? Where did that money go? Like what, when they say, when he says invest $10 billion, investing where? To what? Well, to get the vaccine, to make sure people know that it's available for facilities, for people to go and get the vaccine. It's mm. a lot mm. that goes into it. All right. Now, as far as the kids at the border and immigration, you know, that is a crisis right now here. All these uh, children who are unaccompanied and not having the right facilities to live in. Here's what he had to say about access and tran- uh, transparency. We haven't seen the facilities in which children are packed together. Will you commit to transparency on this issue? I will commit to transparency. And as soon as I am in a position to be able to implement what we're doing right now. And one of the reasons I haven't gone down, all my chief folks have gone down, is I don't want to become the issue, you know, bringing all the Secret Service and everybody with me to get in the way. So this is being set up and you'll have full access to everything once we get this thing moving. Yeah, I don't believe him. Well, Kamala Harris is in charge of that now. As you know, he put her in charge of everything happening at the border. So that is something. These are actual children that we have to make sure they are okay. I don't care where they're from. I mean, Biden is uh, not is, is not handling the border crisis any better than, than Donald Trump did. Some might say he may even be doing it worse. I mean, they even still have Trump's Title 42 policy in place, which is so funny because uh, Senator Harris actually said that policy was unconstitutional in an executive power grab that had no known precedent or clear legal rationale, yet that's what they're using at the border right now. This is something that has to be taken care of immediately. I know they've been trying to do things like work with different hotels to set up housing so that they Mm -hmm. are not staying in these Basically, these little prisons is what it seems like yeah, saw, at the border. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw them give eight, uh, what he gave eighty six million dollars to ICE to create better living conditions for the kids at the border. But doesn't mm-hmm. that wouldn't that piss you off if you was a, a, a veteran in, in the military and, you know, you went to fight for the yeah. country and you came home and, you know, you don't have any you're living on the board, street. Yeah, you're living on the street. You're begging for change. But they have eighty six million dollars to give to ICE. For, yeah, for, I mean, that would definitely make me upset if I was a veteran. Absolutely. I think you should be able to do both, though, because you can't have these kids in these conditions as they're trying to cross the border and you don't know where their parents or relatives are. No, that's true. But imagine if you're a vet and you fought yes. for this country for four, eight years, four to eight years, and, and you got shot at you as in military things blown up, you your PTSD. You yeah. deal with all type of mental health And now you're issues. on the street. I've said it all Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. change. A, yeah, there's a lot I, how of would you financing feel? Nah, I would be pissed that should go too. to that. And not to other places where it's been going. So I agree with that. Yeah, but you know, I, I just for me, it's just like when I when I see that, and it's you know, eighty six million dollars, and it's four actual living conditions. I literally cannot help but think about the homeless problem in America, mm-hmm. especially the veterans who fought especially for this country. The veterans. They, should Absolutely. Getting, they should be getting free room and board. They should get a stipend every month to pay for food and their bills. They should be getting free health care, amazing health care. Like, they shouldn't have to want for nothing. So it just seems weird when you see Biden spend $86 million on hotel rooms for, you know, migrants. That's all.
Migrant children, yes. Mm-hmm. And that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, Justin LeBoy was here and he was talking about zodiac signs and was talking about different types of women with different types of signs. Do we have that clip? Yep. Hey, listen, if you're looking for a wife, get you a cancer. That's all I'm going to say. They the only non-toxic sign. I said what I said. <laughs> What do you feel about cancer women? Charlotte? I'm a cancer. I agree. This, I agree. You know what I mean? I love cancer women. My wife is a Sagittarius, but yeah, just terror. Oh, yes, okay. cancers yeah. are very nurturing and, and and loving, and they gonna ride with you, but don't cross them. Mm. When you cross them, it's well, gonna what's be your sign? Oh, what's your man. sign? The big reveal. Listen, y'all, I'm a Scorpio. Oh no, Scorpio men are the worst. I was like, if he's a Scorpio, <laughs> listen, I'm a, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a God-fearing man. <laughs> he jumped down at my boy. That's a, I always say that Scorpio men never. That was a trigger for you, huh? You, you, oh my God, you're you. I said, woo. Hate all right, she hates Scorpion album. She hates Scorpios. Sheesh. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. He was talking about cancer signs are the only signs, as far as women are concerned, are not toxic. Let's have that conversation. Uh, I personally don't care. I never looked at anybody's sign. I, did, I, I didn't care about my wife's sign. you had one girlfriend. Just relax. You, <laughs> know. <laughs> you know what? You're right. All right. Call us up. Let's <laughs> what you think. It's the Breakfast Local Board. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you're just joining us, we're discussing zodiac signs. Now, this came from our guy, Justin LeBoy. He was here a couple of days ago, and this is what he said about cancer women. Hey, listen, if you're looking for a wife, get you a cancer. That's all I'm going to say. They the only non-toxic sign. I said what I said. <laughs> What do you feel about cancer women, Sean? I'm a cancer. I agree. This, I agree. You know what I mean? I love cancer women. My wife is a Sagittarius, but yeah. Yes. just terror? Oh, yes. Okay. Cancers yeah. are very nurturing and, and, and loving, and they're going to ride with you, but don't cross them. Mm. When you cross them, it's well, going to be what's your sign? What's your sign? The big reveal. Listen, y'all, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, no, Scorpio men are the worst. I was like, if he's a Scorpio, <laughs> listen, I'm a, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a God-fearing man. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Is it true the only sign that's not toxic is cancer women? Is that true, Charlemagne? I don't know. You? I don't know if it's true because I think everybody has, um, you know, toxic traits at times. But uh, my wife is a Sagittarius. I am a cancer. I have a lot of uh, women who are cancer friends. I have a daughter who is a cancer. And... um. Yeah, I think that they're very loving, they're very nurturing, but do not cross them. Because when you cross them, that love and that nurturing spirit, they can be the opposite of that in a snap of a finger. So I don't think, I I don't know. I don't know if they're the most least toxic trait. I I don't know. I think everybody's got toxic traits, but nigga, I don't know. I never played. I never. I never I played with the signs. I have no clue. Like, like I said, I, I didn't know what my wife's sign was. Like, I didn't say what's your sign before I met or let me get deep into you. What's your sign? What I don't know. I, I'm a Virgo, and I honestly don't know, nor do I care. Yeah, what I about think, you? Well, I tell you, I tell you, the worst sign for men are Scorpios. I think Gemini's for both men and women are a little cray cray. So, because you know they have the two sides to them, they could flip it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It's like two different people. And um, I'm a Capricorn and we're very practical, but we're not super affectionate, I would say. That could be considered toxic, right? Like a lack of of affection could be considered 
toxic, right? Because if I mm-hmm. was a man and my woman was, you know, not showing me affection, or if I was a woman and my man wasn't showing me affection, I'd be like, damn, what's wrong with you? So well, I think it doesn't happen until we feel really comfortable. Like we are very, um, we have our walls up. But once you get in, we're good, and we're also very loyal. Yes, I don't know. I, I think I think it's all based on you know who you've dealt with. Like so everybody, it's people that have dealt with different signs that'll call up here and say, "Well, this person is the most toxic," or the person they're with now they'd be like, "Well, they're the least toxic." So I just think it's all about what works for you, I guess. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Chantel. Hey, Chantel. We're talking toxic signs. Talk to us. Yes, yeah, so I totally disagree with the cancer statement. Um, I've honestly dated both a male and female um, that were cancers, and they're f- in that case. Excuse my hey, hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> I am a cancer. <laughs> Stop being disrespectful. No, we're not I, nutcases. Oh, I beg to differ. And I'm a Leo, so, you know, we are the best sign out there. But anyway. You I a Leo? But no. Yes, I am. Yeah, I, got a, I got pretty a daughter cool. who's a Leo. I got a, I got a daughter Libra. who's a cancer and a Leo. Libras are pretty they cool and chill, too. But to sh- in the cancer parade, no, I'm saying I try to sever the relationship with the male, and he, you know, I guess he wasn't compliant with that. But moving forward, he got a tattoo on his neck that said "bitches" because of me. He had what? Is he <laughs> what? Uh, wow. What's your sign? Yes. What's your yes. sign? I'm a Leo. Yeah, you toxic. If that man got a tattoo oh, on his geez. neck that says FB words because of you, yeah, you're you, the toxic one. Yeah, you're toxic. You, you got him to a point where no man has ever gone before. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> no. And then the female. Oh, don't even get me started on her. But, but best, you know, lo- that best love of your life. Best love of your life. Be honest. The, hmm. <laughs> uh, Give it up now. Sagittarius. Give it up. Sagittarius. 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 There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, but oh my God, I'm so excited I got through to you guys. I listen to you every morning. I love you guys. Love you too. I do love Sagittarius, though. My wife is a Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a great. Hello, who's this? This is Nikki. Hey, Nikki. We're talking about toxic zodiac signs. So so talk to us. I think the worst sign to date is an Aquarius. Hmm. I will never Mm -hmm. in my life date an Aquarius ever again. They are sneaky, they are conniving, and they are just. Horrible, but the sex is amazing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I had a, listen. My ex boyfriend was an Aquarius, and he definitely was sneaky, and he was a liar. Every time he would mess up, he would try to say I was crazy. Well, was the sex yeah, amazing though? And they, and they had no, this not really. Way of like flipping things to make you feel like you're the issue. My yes. baby father is an Aquarius. Okay, I'm with you on that. I didn't know that was an Aquarius trait, but I'm totally with you. That's exactly what happened. And I'm a Leo, so I feel like not just cancer. Leo, as long as you don't piss us off, we're good people today. Yep, Leo women are calling in strong this morning. Okay. All right. 800-585-1051. We're talking about zodiac toxic signs. Well, who is uh, toxic in the zodiac sign? Is it cancers are more toxic or less toxic? What about my Virgos? What about Sagittarius? Aquarius, that's what we're talking about. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about uh, something Justin LeBoy said. Justin LeBoy came through the other day and was talking about Zodiac signs, and this is what he said about cancer women. Hey, listen, if you're looking for a wife, get you a cancer. That's all I'm going to say. That, that is, that they is, the only non—they the only non-toxic sign. I said what I said. 
What do you feel about cancel women? I'm a cancer. I agree. This, I agree. You know what I mean? I love cancel women. My wife is a Sagittarius, but yeah, just terror. Yes, oh, okay. cancers are very nurturing and, and and loving, and they gonna ride with you, but don't cross them. Mm. When you cross them, it's well, gonna be out of What's your sign? What's your sign? The big reveal. Listen, y'all, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, no, Scorpio men are the worst. I was like, if he's a Scorpio, Listen, I'm a, 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 a God-fearing man. So we're asking 800-585-1051, is there any truth to this? Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Black. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. So I'm a Cancer, and I'm the most nurturing, most spiritual, most amazing, loving, feeling woman in the world. I believe you. you cross me... <laughs> I turned into Solange in that elevator real quick. And Solange okay. is a cancer too. Yes, she is. That's that's my my cancer sister. That's right. So I would say the most toxic time would have to be Taurus. Um, I met this Taurus man. He was, he was so amazing. He was like glitter in the sun. But when you walked up on that, shit, he was just a speck of sand. Like, oh. <laughs> um, he would play with my my emotions. He would play with my energy. And every time I tried to like call him out on it. Will be like, oh, I need patience. No, I need healing. I need you to take care of me and nurture me. You know, give me more time. And about, you know, after three or four times, he was still the same. Like I tried to switch up things on my end. You know, change the way that I talked to him and communicated with him. Um, I bought him like a thousand dollars worth of Louis Vuitton stock. Sheesh, girl. Playing with me. What were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> And, I will say yeah. this about y'all cancer women. You guys will be in the worst relationship and you will stick it out and stay and not leave a person and say you're going to leave and not leave and just keep it going. That's, well, that's what y'all cancer women that, be doing. That's a cancer trait period, though. Like cancers, we're loyal to a fault. We are. And I was so loyal. I was like, yeah, you hurting me, but I'm going to still be here. I'm going to take care of you because I know you hurting, too. And meanwhile, I'm sure this dude was with See this that? girl, that girl, the next, thinking he Kodak and Jack Boy and all this other <laughs> shit. Like, Oh, you call him? Stop cursing. He lied about his age. He told me he was 30. Oh, my God. I looked him up on the property appraiser site, and the nigga is 36. So why are you lying about your age? Wow. Girl, you know what? That's so funny you said that, because, you know, I said I don't like Scorpio men. The Scorpio man, I was with lied about his age, too. He told me, because I was in college still. I think he told me he was 24, but he was really 27. And he said this because he was... he said he went to jail for three years, so that's three years that was taken from his life, so he subtracts that from his age. Lord have mercy. That's a good one. So look, look, obviously you've been hurt by this gentleman, Yee. Just just, just let it all out. Say the man's name. Say what he did. Get it off your chest, because I never, I never heard you do the Elmo voice before. So. I just told you that was one of the many things. He kept getting arrested. I'm going to tell you the truth. His... um. Baby mom was pregnant at the time, but he told me that she was pregnant by somebody else. The whole time she was still pregnant by him. And I only found out when he went to jail. Dang. Wow. It was a lot. Damn, you sorry. I should get a restraining order against him when I always talk about that. Yeah. You still see him or no? When's the last time you seen him? No, I haven't seen him since way back then. No. Oh. All right. Hello, who's this? Hello. What the hell are you doing? Are you, are you on the Peloton? Hello? Like an earthquake. He must be a Scorpio. Hey, what's up, bro? We're talking about toxic zodiac signs. Talk to us. Yeah, man. I was dating a tag. Got rid of her. Well, I ain't get rid of her. I thought I didn't want to deal with her no more. I come home, everything in my crib be destroyed. Did she ever pay for it? Did you file a police report nah, or anything, or you just let it go? Nah, I called the cops on that, so for real. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. All right. Yeah, you a snitch. Stop it, man. You did the right thing. <laughs> 
All right, brother. Yeah. Thank you. So what's, what's the moral to the story, guys? <laughs> the moral of the story is I think, you know, based on your own experiences, that's who you're going to think is the most toxic sign. Right. You know some I mean? signs get along with certain other signs better. Like some people just aren't good together. Certain signs just don't mix. Yeah. But and they could be perfect for somebody else. And you have, have you ever read like your astrology and, you know, saw somebody's sign and saw your sign and it says you and that person are not compatible, but that's one of your closest people. Mm-hmm. So it just is what it is. You know, I just think it's all based off experiences. But I will tell all you cancers out there, stop trying to save people. That's our mother effing problem. Okay? Let them drown. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, Mona Scott Young. She says that she feels she's scrutinized very differently when compared to her male counterparts in reality television. All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's so funny? I'm laughing at uh, Nick. Nick is going in on Trav on Instagram, and he said that he got a, a, a dish record coming called D-Eater for Trav. So he's going okay. to tune in Monday for this battle. I don't think you're going to hurt Trav's feelings with a song called D-Eater. No, I don't think so either. But, you know, what? let me shout out to the uh, my BET family and everybody over at BET. Tonight, me and my wife, we're going to be hosting uh, a virtual pre-party for the NAACP Image Awards, which is... Uh, Saturday, so we're gonna be talking about about that. I'm not not, not messing. No, no, don't, don't, don't even do it. Don't even do it. So we're gonna be talking about the NAACP awards that we went to last year. We're gonna be talking about some of the people nominated this year. Me and my wife, we break it down, which is pretty cool. So they actually, uh, it was uh, bring your husband to work day. So my wife allowed me to come to work with us. So it it was pretty cool. The internet would say, why do they have a non-black family hosting uh, the BET? So so, so definitely check out BET and Facebook tonight. I think it's gonna be on both. Uh, Just follow me on Instagram and I'll tell you exactly where. So shout out to my BET family again. Me and my wife are talking about the NAACP Image Awards some of the performances and everything that's going on. It's pretty dope. So we got the host. We'll tell you Mm -hmm. you some of the winners too in the next hour in the rumor report also. Okay. Are you you admitting that you're black envy? I've always said I'm black. What's wrong with you? I don't believe it. (laughs) You don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) He always says, I went to Hampton. That's what he did. <laughs> I did go to Hampton. If you ask him if he's black, he'll say he went to Hampton. That's I, I did go to Hampton. You I, met my mother and father. You know I'm black. Stop it. Because people know, believe you. Every Dominican. time I walk into somebody, they be like, yo, you're really black. Charlamagne Lyon. I'm like, do not listen to Charlamagne <laughs> <laughs> You're Dominican. And, you know, listen, I'm happy that BET is, you know, <laughs> showing love to the, the the brown people. You know what I mean? And ACP Awards. It's good. Yeah, what else we talking about? Who else they got, who else they got hosting? Danny Lay? <laughs> <laughs> who else hosting? Huh? We just said we were going to leave that girl alone, man. Uh, Don't drag her into NBA. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, you're right. Though. Everybody's saying it's a joke, right? Into her until she's crying. Yeah, you're again. right, you're right, you're right. What else we talking in the room, is she? Uh, let's talk about Jessica Alba and why she stopped acting. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Mona Scott Young did an interview with Madame Noir, and she feels that she is scrutinized very differently if you compare her to Andy Cohen and to Carlos King. You know, she gets a lot of backlash for the Love and Hip Hop franchise. People say that she does exploit black people and doesn't show them in a great light. And so she said, uh, as far as sexism... Does she feel that's what's at play here? 
And Mona Scott Young responded and said, absolutely. You look at Andy Cohen, you look at Carlos King. Carlos actually worked on the Love and Hip Hop franchise, but they've never been pinpointed in the same way. But I think it's a little bit of the crust that we bear as women in any business that we're in. She said, we're held to a different standard. We're scrutinized very differently. I don't think anyone stops to think about how difficult it is to be competitive in this space. I'm one of the few black women who own a physical production company. That in itself is an accomplishment. I don't think many people stop to credit and understand that it isn't easy. Now, when question about Tamar's reality show that aired on WeTV, she said there was no manipulation. I think she didn't like the way a lot of things turned out, but it certainly wasn't because any of it was manipulated. I think it was just a case of not the right time for her, not the right time in her life. Interesting. I think, I think you know, there's some truth to what Mona's is saying. But Definitely also, truth in that. I also think it's content too, though. You know what I mean? Loving Hip Hop is a, is a way more ratchet show than real the Real Housewives franchise. But they get... They get ratchet on, on on all those shows on the Housewives. They pull each other's hair. They drag they each do. other. One, one, yeah, one girl, uh-huh. one girl is one lady, one woman is suing another woman for pulling her hair and and dragging her. Uh, and in the Housewives, they definitely definitely fight, flip <laughs> tables, and argue. So yeah, she's definitely pinpointed. But in Love and Hip Hop, I would say it, they do it a lot more. Okay, so yeah, so it is more ratchet. But, but, but remember, Bad Girls Club. I mean, that show was ratchet. Who did Bad Girls Club? I don't know who produced that. I don't think it was I, Carlos King or Andy Cohen. And, and I yeah. will say too that you know Mona gets uh, she gets scrutinized more by black people. You know, black people hold her to a different standard than like I guess you know Andy's audience. Or I don't even know what Carlos shows. What shows Carlos? What does, Carlos so. does? He does uh, um, Basketball Wives. He does uh, Housewives, I believe, of Atlanta. Oh. And he also did the own show, but he also does positivity stuff, positive stuff too, because he did the own show behind every man. He did that. Mm-hmm. He's so he does, a, he, he does both sides. And he's not as visible as Mona either. That is true, too. All right. Jamie Foxx, since we're talking about TV, has landed a new production deal with MTV. He is doing that along with Atari Turner, who is his producing partner. So they'll be developing and executive producing original movies that have a focus on black, indigenous, and people of color filmmakers. I love it. Not just MTV, though. It's CBS, CBS Viacom and the MTV, uh, MTV group. So drop on the clues bond for Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like what CBS and Viacom got, got got going on over there with the Paramount screaming service and everything. They need some black creatives over there creating content. All right. And Kim Kardashian, yesterday's episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, Envy was just filling me in on everything. <laughs> I okay. did. He was going off, girl. <laughs> I he did was see giving it last that night. Tea, girl. Y'all that couldn't tea. sleep. He was like, I got the chills. <laughs> that, that second vaccine had me on it with chills. Don't blame I was up all night watching vaccine. it. Tell us the tea. It was pretty good, though. What is the what tea? Happened? All right, which you want to know? You want to know about Tristan or Kanye I want and Kim? Just Paul, All right. Paul. So, so Tristan was feeling a little funny because he was like, yo, you don't claim me on Instagram. But she mm. was like, mm. you cheated on me. Why would I claim you? You cheated on me. I don't Facts. know what I want to do now. And, and, and people are going at me on Instagram. But he was like, I feel a way. I want to be claimed. Yeah, very light voice. Toronto, very light voice. So they back so, together now? Well, a little bit. Mm. But she hasn't claimed them yet. But then mm. Kim. They look Kim, together. Mm. But Kim was stressed out because Kim was like, yo, I don't know what's going on with Ye. Mm. So she gets on the phone. She was like, does he want me to come now? Next week, I'll come. And then Courtney was like, you know, I spoke to Ye yesterday. She's like, what'd she say? He was like, he was he was sorry for the, the tweets that he put on Instagram and Twitter. I shouldn't have put him on Twitter. I should have came I to her directly. I see why they have you hosting the NAACP Image Awards pre-show. I Let's hear Let's hear part of keeping up with the Kardashians from last night so we don't have to hear this reenactment. <laughs> it's been a long day. Mm-hmm. It's no secret that everyone sees things in the media about my life with Kanye, but I've always been really respectful in not talking about issues that Kanye and I have. I mean, you guys clearly see them on Twitter, so I'm still going to choose to not really talk about it here. 
Okay, so, and they said, you know, people are saying that part of what happened was behind the scenes when he launched his campaign for president and then also referred to Kim and Chris as white supremacists on Twitter. That's the tweet she was talking about, yeah. She was saying that hurt. Mm -hmm. Big stepper. White supremacist and your wife. Lord have mercy. Oh, and Cardi B was on this episode too, because Cardi B was talking to Kylie and was so yes, happy that Kylie what? came to her video and they were talking about that the making of that. And it was pretty cool. Thank you, girl. We I appreciate mm. this rumor. Let me ask Anytime, you, Envy, honey. Would you, Envy, would you have gotten back together with Tristan? <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, nigga. I'm not talking to y'all no more. I'm doing my research here trying to tell y'all what's going on in the world out there. Tell you what's happening in the street. We asked you a question. Why can't you answer the question? Just answer the question. That's a valid question. They were actually talking about having another child, and they seem like they're working it out, and I'm happy for them. They were saying that they can't let everybody else judge. That's a yes. But I like like those two together. That's a yes. He done got back with Tristan. All right. That's a yes. And their daughter, we're gonna, we gonna see Envy in a bonnet sitting next to Tristan. <laughs> their, their daughter is so cute. I, I love, I love the show. They actually had Kendall babysit to see if she wanted a child. Go it was pretty ahead, good. Girl. All right, well, Go that is your ahead, rumor report. Girl. Thank you, Envy. Thank you, cutie. What? Thank you. Y'all see this picture of Charlemagne? Though I don't know if you could really. Okay. If you see what we was wiping up, you really did. <laughs> I spilled my whole protein shake all over the desk. Amen. So it looked wild. And then I was like, <laughs> but Dan whispers in my ear, he goes, get the wet wipes. <laughs> wow. All right. Who are you giving that donkey to? Well, who else are you giving that donkey to? Man, shut up. We need, okay, Georgia State Troopers to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, I don't know their individual names, but the ones that arrested Park Cannon, they need to come to the congregation, come to the front of the congregation on this fine Friday. What? I need to have a word with them. Spit it I'm, out. I'm trying to sip my tea at the same time now. Getting cold. All right. Mm. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here. And the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. They offer the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Make the right call and go with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Don't be at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. Man. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's <coughs> a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, uh, Donkey of the Day. That is Ed Sheeran who says that, by the way. Donkey of the Day for Friday, March 26th, goes to Georgia State Troopers for their unlawful and unconstitutional arrest of Democratic State Representative Park Cannon. Drop on the clues bombs for Park Cannon. Okay, uh, let the record show Lenard Charlemagne the God McKelvey is not on the left or the right. I'm just black. That's what I care about, blackness. And I think all politicians are full of it. Politicians are like your crackhead cousin. Okay, you love him, but you know not to trust him but so much because he's a crackhead. Same thing with politicians. We don't trust them. But so much, and rightfully so. And just like your crackhead cousin, politicians can actually do do good work for you if you push them. Okay, you also have to stay on top of them and make sure they actually get the work you want them to do done. See, if you turn a blind eye for a moment, then your crackhead cousin will get over on you because your crackhead cousin doesn't really care about you. He cares about crack, a.k.a. his own self-interest. 
Just like politicians, they don't really care about we the people. They care about their own self-interest. On both sides of the aisle, by the way, okay, there's a handful of politicians, and I mean handful, that truly care about the people, that truly care about something other than themselves and the party they represent. It just is what it is. We must accept it and make sure we get what we can out of politicians the same way we must make sure we get the most out of our crackhead cousins. Once again, if we turn a blind eye for a moment, our crackhead cousins and politicians will get over on us. And right now, we have turned a blind eye. Black America, there is simply no other way to say this. They don't want you niggas to vote. Okay, let's talk like how they talk when they're behind the scenes, white whispering to each other. Okay, we gotta stop these niggas from voting. Okay, that damn Stacey Abrams and Latasha Brown from Black Voters Matter got these niggas energized. They won the over office. They flipped Georgia blue. We gotta stop these niggas from exercising their right to vote. Look, it's perfectly fine to be worried about Saweetie and Quavo's breakup. It's perfectly fine to call out the hypocrisy of a master manipulator, narcissist, liar like Derek uh, Jackson. But don't let all of that distract you from the fact that the hierarchy in this caste system called America does not want you Negroes to vote. Okay, 253 bills across 43 states have been introduced to restrict voting access. I repeat, 253 bills across 43 states have been introduced to restrict voting access. Salute to the good sister Jamel Hill. Dropping the clues bombs for Jamel Hill. Uh, I saw her tweet this out the other day. She tweeted, 253 bills across 43 states have been introduced to restrict voting access despite little evidence of voter fraud. We have had seven mass shootings in the last week and only offer thoughts and prayers. In America, black, brown people voting is considered more dangerous than guns. Accurate perspective. And if you need more proof that they view uh, black people and brown people as dangerous, if you need more proof that they look at us as a threat, then look no further than this situation with Representative Park Cannon in Georgia. See, she got arrested yesterday after she knocked on Republican Governor Brian Kemp's state house off office door while he was signing an elections bill to stop you niggas from voting. Okay, now keep in mind, Representative Park Cannon works at the state house. She is a lawmaker. She wasn't trespassing. She had every right to be there. You heard what I said. She works at the state house. She is a lawmaker. She wasn't trespassing. She had every right to be there. All she wanted was some transparency of the bill signing. And then this happened. Let's go to CNN for the report, please. I did speak with Representative Park Cannon. She's an Atlanta Democrats attorney, Gerald Griggs. Now, Griggs tells me that she was arrested, that she is being charged uh, with obstruction. Uh, at this point, what happened was basically Representative Cannon was trying to get in, uh, knocking on the door with other uh, protesters. There were other representatives there so that people could see the signing of SB 202 into law. She'd been a very vocal critic of it. And, and what it would do to voting rights, she believed. And at that point, as he's signing, we kind of hear something on that live stream. It appears that is what this was. You can see in the video those officers sort of taking her and carrying her out of the Capitol. Let's listen to the actual live stream. The video is courtesy of Tamara Stevens. Let's, let's hear the actual arrest. The governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians. Why is he doing it in private? And why is he trying to keep elected officials who are representing us out of the process? Yeah, you said you give her one more time, like you're going to do something. Are you serious? No, you are not. Represent for what? Under arrest for what? For trying to see something that our governor is doing? What is she in violation of? I want you to cite the code. America, 
Uh, it comes to a point where y'all just have to cut the BS. All right, this country simply hates black people. We have to stop with this whole liberty and justice for all nonsense, okay? All right. When that was written, we were slaves and considered three-fifths of a human, okay? All that liberty and justice for all. No, it's liberty and justice for whites, in particular, old white males. So how dare this black woman park cannon knock on masses door and demand transparency? Okay, Georgia State Troopers said, we don't care if she's a legislator who works here. She's just a nigger to us. And they treated her as such. Okay, she actually works in the state house in Georgia. She works in that government building. I told y'all that, right? And knocked on the door and got arrested faster than all of Vanilla ISIS who rushed the Capitol building on January 6th. It's actually comical at this point. Okay. Lieutenant W. Mark Riley, spokesman for the Georgia State Patrol, said in a statement that Park Cannon was warned to stop knocking on the door because the area was reserved for the governor's staff. She was advised that she was disturbing what was going on inside. And if she did not stop, she would be placed under arrest. Go watch the video. Don't just take my word for it or, or go off what we just played. Go watch the video of Park Cannon, who actually works in the state house in Georgia. Did I tell y'all that? She works in the state house in Georgia. Go watch the video, okay? And just look at how they treated her opposed to the domestic terrorist organization, Al Cracker, that were trespassing on the Capitol building, damaging the building, looking to hang the then Vice President Mike Pence, an attempted coup at the Capitol building in D.C., and none of them got arrested as fast as this sister Park Cannon did in Georgia. Well, thank you, Park Cannon. Okay, I thank you because I'm happy that someone in uh, Georgia, someone in that state house building in Georgia, someone in government cares that they are trying to stop black people from voting, okay? No, that sounds too soft. You got to call it what it is. They're trying to stop you niggas from voting. Okay, Joe Biden had some thoughts on these bills, too. He had some thoughts on voter suppression. Let's listen. What I'm worried about is how un-American this whole initiative is. Stop, 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 stop right there. Stop. I don't care. Anything he says after that blatant lie, I don't care. The blatant lie is that this is un-American. No, stop saying that. This is America. It's always been America. You know that, and until you can acknowledge that, nothing will change. Y'all keep saying this is not America, as if in 1965, sovereign lawmakers didn't stand on that Senate floor and try to stop the Voting Rights Act, calling it an unconstitutional assault on their state's right to decide who was qualified to cast the ballot, a.k.a. it's unconstitutional to let niggas vote. That was just 56 years ago when Joe Biden was 23 years old, his Michael Jordan year, so he knows what the hell is going on stop saying this is un-american it is absolutely america and that is the problem and until we can have the honest conversation about oppression and systemic racism being exactly what america is about then nothing will change happy friday please give the georgia state troopers who arrested park cannon the biggest hee-haw let chelsea handler get in on some of that action Hee-haw! That is way too much dang mayonnaise. Does Kathy Griffin want to chime in? Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw. Okay. okay. Chris Rock got anything to say? Cracker ass cracker! Okay, okay, just wondering. Just want everybody to be alright. That's all. Okay. Too much goddamn mayonnaise! Oh, okay. Anymore? I think, I think that's the chorus. That's the choir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, Rod Wave will be joining us. Oh, man. He's got a new album out today, too, called Soul Fly. This is his third project. That's right. So we're going to kick it with Rod Wave. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. So, you know what I'm It always been a dream, but what really made me get out here and chase it, like seeing my peers, like, really succeeding, you feel me? What did your parents think? Nah, my mama, she definitely wasn't really. I wasn't really living with my mama at the time. 
you know what I'm saying? But my pops, my pops had just got out of prison, so he was really trying to get me to do like, you know what I'm saying, chase something more realistic. Cause where I come from, but nobody don't really do that. You know what I'm saying? That's everybody's dream, but ain't nobody, it's hard to believe it's some shit like that where I come from, you feel me? So. But even looking at Florida as a whole, like, you know, when you think about like Uncle Luke and you think about Rick Ross and Trick Daddy, like they didn't inspire you? Uh, not really. They was kind of like before. My, they was kind of like way before my time, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Anybody in Florida, like Florida, period, but they gonna say Kodak Black, bro. I ain't even gonna lie, cause like he ain't like really inspired like my floor or nothing. But cause you know I'm a Florida boy too, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. But just to, like he inspired me, like damn, like I can really do this. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like seeing bro do it, like okay, it's possible. He gave it a young. Hope. It seems like you got a, a complicated re relationship with your father. I know he did what six six years. Yeah, yeah, six seven years. But yeah. but it seems like y'all got a complicated relationship. Is, is is that is that the case? Yeah, we go up and down, bro. That's really my boy though. Like I always looked up to. I used to want to be like my daddy. You know what I'm saying? And he you know he inspired me to be better. He always told me to be better. But nah, that's my boy. We just be bumping heads. But that's my boy. Like I look up. Like I couldn't ask for no better parts. You know what I'm saying? What, what do y'all bump heads about? No, nah, he just temper his temper, dog. His and mine's, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm getting older, got money, you know what I'm saying? I be feeling myself a little bit, but when I was <laughs> younger, though, I was always my boy. I used to always want to be around him, you know what I'm saying? Because he was going now, don't so get it long. twisted. Your pops will always put his hands on you, no matter how old you are, how yeah, much yeah, money you get. Yeah, for sure. And my pops ain't like no... Yeah, my pops ain't like no... You know what I'm saying? My dad is a street nigga, so, you know what I'm saying? He really, he really trying to fade. He feel disrespected. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he did. What do you want what do you want to jail for? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I think it was a temporary state witness, uh, attempt murder. I think that was it, yeah. How old were you? I was then at elementary school. I don't remember my age. When he came home, did you have, like, a, a little resentment for him? Just like you felt like he left you because you didn't quite understand it? Like, when I was, when he was gone, I did. But, like, when he came home, like, that shit went away instantly. Like, he was, like, really doing his thing. Like, coming around, making sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, why you went to school today type shit, You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? What he did, they wanted to make sure you wasn't going in the same direction as him. That's why you wanted to yeah, be sure. like, sports and make sure he stayed yeah. on your ass to make sure you was doing the right thing. Yeah, I caught Aaron Burger at 14, you feel me? So mm -hmm. when he came home, like, when he seen what, what I was kind of, like, what I was into and what I was doing, like, he kind of changed my mindset. Like, bro, if you in the streets, you're going to die or you're going to go to prison, but you got to find you something better to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I be kind of trying to tell like, well, I really don't try to portray that image because I made it out of that shit, You know what I'm saying? I'm just happy to be here, dog, be doing something mm -hmm. positive. You feel what I'm saying? You what's your relationship with your mother, too? You talked about your mother earlier. Uh, yeah, she didn't raise you early on. What was it, what, What's that relationship like? Yeah, that's my baby. When my daddy left, that's all I really had. That's all I really had was moms, moms and grandma and nana. That's all I had. Auntie Joy, that's all I had. What did, what did they instill in you that, that made you the man you are right now? I mean, they can, they tried a lot of shit, but you know what I'm saying? I still got persuaded by other shit. You know, a, a child, a boy need that man, uh, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, to give him. That's why I ain't really getting no real game until I got older. Like, when my daddy came home, he was like, bro, you breaking the house. That's like what buddies do, like what crackheads do, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, me supposed to be out here hustling, at least I would have respected that, but you breaking the people's shit. Like, that shit lame, you know what I'm saying? But my mom and they were trying to, but they really couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Just now that you are, like you said, the center of attention and you're not used to that, and I know you had the song Popular Loner that's pretty much about that. How hard is it for you to make that adjustment? Because obviously you've been doing the music because you love it and it's therapeutic for you, mm -hmm. but then there's a lot more that comes with it. So how have you been adjusting to that? Like, I ain't gonna lie, like my, my uncle and them, they used to have to tell me like when to post and shit, like, because 
I don't really be looking for the attention, but I know it's, it's what you, you got in the. Like I'm in a game where you gotta keep up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I just be trying to drop the music. Though. I don't really be with all the extra stuff. So it's kind of hard adjusting. You know what I'm saying? I'll be forgetting that I even have all these people like waiting to hear what I'm finna do next. I wonder if you gotta keep up or if you can just run your own race. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I just been dropping. You ain't really gonna hear from me until it's time to drop music or if I'm on there with something on my mind. I might just have to get it off and I might say it and then forget it's a three, four hundred thousand people finna watch it or something and I have to delete it real quick. Cause I'll be like, damn, I'm tripping all these blogs when you post it. I ain't really do it for that, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you ain't really gonna really hear from me like with a big present like till it's time to drop like right now, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You ain't really gonna really hear from me. Like that. Now, now we seen during the pandemic you were still out doing shows and stuff, so pandemic didn't really slow, it slowed you down but didn't stop you. But we seen uh, one show where you perform and the stage crumpled in. So what <laughs> yeah. happened and are you are, are you suing that school or that venue? No, man, I ain't trying to sue nobody, man. I done a like police shit, man. I just, it is what it is, Phil. Got back up. I ain't really tripping. Do you have PTSD from that when you get on stages? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I see him nah, test the stages do, bro, now. I be like, damn, bro, that shit crazy. Like, it's be really, cause that never happened to me before, bro. I done been in a, <laughs> coming up, I done mm-hmm. been in some up places like hole in the wall, dog. That shit never happened. I kind of felt like that shit was sabotage, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How many people you had on stage with That's- you? Yeah, we was a little deep, though. I ain't gonna lie. So it could have been your fault. It could have been, though, bro. <laughs> but damn, I'm falling through the stage. Yeah. All right, we got more with Rod Wave. When we come back, let's get into a single. This is Heart on Ice. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm gonna put my heart on ice, heart on ice. The best of me. Morning, everybody. It's the- Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Rod Wave. I also seen that you uh, got into a serious car accident. Yeah, man, I blew it in my in my Corvette, bro. Tripping. I really wasn't even. I was supposed to. My hat just had my daughters. I be feeling like that with God telling me like, bro, you supposed to be somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I blew it. I totaled that bit. Oh, you had your daughters with what you? No, nah, they had just had them and they, they was born early. So I was. That's why I was supposed to be at. I'm still on jit shit. I was still riding around trying to show out and shit. Mm-hmm. I see you sampled uh, the legendary Pimp C interview from, from Hot 107.9 in Atlanta on the new album, too. What, what made you do that? I ain't really understand what he was talking about until I got into this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can walk in people's shoes and see what they saying. Like, I be seeing through a lot of these niggas, bro. Like, now that I've been in this shit, like, a lot of these niggas just be too tough. Like, too gangster. That shit be blowing me. Like, bro, we did it. Like, we here. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the big, what the big, like what the big problem be, but like, so Pimp was just on that bitch saying like, bro, we getting too much money, like we made it out of the streets, like what is y'all? That's why I just stay in my own lane. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to meet none of them. I don't want to do none of that, bro. You, know <laughs> you don't want to meet none. Oh, swear to God, you can ask them. I don't want to meet none. They already know that. You don't have a lot of guest appearances, and you said you're not really on it like that. And mm-hmm. even your whole recording process is probably different than how a lot of artists record their music. So yeah, for the be- new album, how, did you change anything, or is it still just you and the engineer? Yeah, it just be me and the engineer. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't had no features on my album, but I was going to the jewelry store, and I bumped into Polo G. And when I seen him, I was just like, oh, shit, another rapper. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was kind of like... Oh, of, not like I don't want to see avoiding bro but I was just like <laughs> and he kind of walked up to me like bro I f*** with you type shit. I'm like damn that's crazy like I ain't no bro was like that like it's some good in this mm-hmm. too like don't get it twisted like but it's just like you have to be the right time right place for me to see that cause I ain't gonna never like you know what I'm saying but bro a good you know, he probably yeah, he the only feature on the album now I'm sure a lot of people reach out to you to try to get features from you 
So how do you handle that? Because sometimes people have an issue if you don't do a feature with them or you're not receptive to that. But clearly you, like you said, are a loner. Like people be reaching out to do songs, but I, I probably never even like it'll probably never get to me because mm-hmm. the people around me know how I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't really, I'm, I'm just chilling right now. If I work with somebody, it's because like them. I knew them when I was like I was a fan of them before music, and I just got to see what it's about. You know, it's like it's like Gates. I f- with Gates like because I just listen to bro coming up like middle school. I would listen to bro. I f- with like yeah, cause I remember watching bro. Like you know what I'm saying? People like that, people who use Ed Sheeran and shit, like niggas I was listening to before this, you know what I'm saying? You know Ed? No, I don't know Ed. Oh. I'm just saying, like, yeah, throwing yeah. that out there in the L, you feel me? No, Ed is a hip hop, Ed is a hip hop guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he probably, I mean, I haven't spoken to him in a couple months, but he probably f***ing with your music heavy. Yeah, that's crazy if he is, but I f*** with Ed. I'm gonna ask him. That shit be blowing me, like, I'm really here, like, I'm really in this shit. Like, I remember sitting at home watching this shit, like, dog, you don't know on how long I practiced this shit. <laughs> Not like saying like I practice <laughs> like I just wonder what I'm gonna say if I ever get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this shit crazy. Like I be blinking out sometimes. Like this shit, like I feel like I'm gonna wake up or some shit. Oh, that's right. So when you walked in here and you was like, man, it's crazy. It's because you imagine I'm, yourself here. I'm before. really like, bro, this shit crazy. Like, like I like I was always like in my head, like I wonder what I'm gonna be doing, what I'm gonna be saying when I get there. You see how dirty the studio is? No, nah, it look how it's supposed to look though. It look how it look <laughs> on YouTube though, like I swear. What's your favorite Ed Sheeran song, man? I'm interested. Uh, I find your headbands on my bedroom floor. I forget what the name of that song is. The only evidence that you've been here before. And I don't get ways of missing you anymore. They more like tsunami tights in my eyes. Yeah, that's that phone. I forget the name of that song. <laughs> oh, it's called You and I. You and I. I'm putting yeah. together an Ed Sheeran Rod Wave coll- collaboration. We're going to make that happen. Yeah, man, I'm going to hit that yeah, boy, you do that. I'm saying you up on Rod Wave yet, man? Yeah, man, stop playing. No, I'm man. not playing. Watch. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm a He's been up here a couple times. Ed Sheeran been on the Breakfast Club, I think, too. He, he got them so drunk, they couldn't even drive home. No, nah, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. No, that's my guy. It's going to sound crazy, but I stayed the night at Ed House one yeah. wow. a few days. <laughs> <laughs> that's your guy, all right. That's your guy. England, a couple, about, wow. about a year and a half ago. That's my man. I, I with yeah. Ed Heavy. Have you, have you ever attempted to do, like, therapy or any type of mental wellness to deal with the pain, the trauma, maybe? Music, bro. Oh, music. I feel like I can't really talk to people about no sentimental shit. Like, it's uncomfortable <laughs> for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably my mom, my baby mama, I could, we could talk about some stuff, but still certain situations, I'd be like, I don't really want to talk about it. But that's good. Though. I mean, if you sit down with a therapist and it feels uncomfortable, that's good because it, it just means you're growing and you're just yeah. getting shit out, you know? Yeah, when I'm in the studio, dog, it's just me. I done had the same engineer for the past two years. We be on the road every day in a hotel or we he come to my house or wherever we at, bro, every day. You know what I'm saying? It's just me and him in the room. That's it. Because if you, if you... Everybody got to get out. All that, you know? You feel uncomfortable with other people in there because of the stuff you're expressing? Yeah. And so what about when you got to perform it? That's what I'm saying. Like, when I perform it, everybody's screaming it, so it's different. It's like, y'all understand how I feel. That's what's up. But when I be writing it, though, mm-hmm. or when I'm finna drop it, I don't really see it. Like, a bunch of people finna hear it and cling to it, you know? That'd be the after effect. By the time the world heard it, it'd already be out for me, you know? What about the what's love in the loot? You think it's possible to find a woman out here that... That loves you for you, and not like, the money. I feel like right now, I think it's I think it's too late now. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just that's not why mm-hmm. I stay with who I'm with, but that's like one of the reasons. Cause like it's hard to find out. You know somebody who not how you feel now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I feel like it's too late now. That's why I don't even try. 
You said she would leave before she ever cheated on you. So cheating is a non-negotiable for you. Yeah, man, I don't want to talk about it. Hey, keep that energy. I don't care what interview you do. When they ask you questions, say it like, I don't want to talk about that, man. When did you know that you made it? Like, what was that point when you were like, damn, everything I wanted is is happening starting now? Probably this morning. <laughs> I swear to God, my kids, but probably this morning. I jumped off the that. jet, come straight into the breakfast club. Song number one on that motherfucking number one and number two on the Apple Music. Probably this morning, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. Damn. I'm connecting you and Ed, man. Now, first of all, I'm happy that you came. I know that you don't like doing interviews and shit, you know what no, I mean? I really, I don't know why I love doing these, though, because I can, you know what I'm saying, talk. I can finally get stuff on my tip, but I love doing the interviews. I appreciate y'all having me, though, bro. So the album comes out today. For sure. What you want to play off the album? Yeah, you could probably play Don't Forget with Pimp, with Pimp C on it. Okay. We'll have to play, right. a couple of bleeps, but we're going to get that on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my man Rod Wade, man. Thank you for coming, brother. For sure, bro. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, let's talk about New Music Friday's Rod Wave. As you know, is out today, Soulfly. Mm-hmm. What's love? Um, yeah, so make sure y'all listen to that before we just, you we just had him on. go to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vic Mensa also has a new project out today. Okay. Mm-hmm. I tape. Also, I know you like this. Uh, Young Dolphin Key Glock. Come on, Dumb now. and Dumber too. Come on, drop on me. Ooh. Like I got a chick go down. Get it, look. In peace mode. The dope boy, that was my hero. Yo, ain't nothing but a free throw. Mm. Do what I want Like I got a cheat code. It ain't nothing but a free Drop on a cool bomb for Dolphin Glock, damn it. I told y'all on the radio last week that the best rappers in the game right now are all from Memphis, and that Key Glock and Young Dolph, Dumb and Dumber 2, is what I'll be riding to all weekend. That's the best duo in rap right now. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Fight me. (laughs) All right, 24K Golden Eldorado. And uh, that's just some of your new music that's out today. Justin Bieber, by the way, put out the deluxe version of Justice. So that's also out as well. All right, now, NAACP Image Awards. Besides the fact that Envy and Gia are co-hosting before the show, right, together. Well, you're her co-host. She's the main host. Yeah, whatever however you want to call it. Yeah, it's Bring Your Husband to Work Day. So we are, uh, the NAACP Image Awards are tomorrow. So we're doing a, a pre-virtual show tonight on uh, Facebook BET. And we talk about last year's show and some of the nominations for this year. So it's pretty cool. I totally understand why Gia's hosting because she's a black woman. But I don't understand why you're hosting and you're a Dominican. <laughs> I'm not no Dominican, sense. sir. I went to an HBCU. I'm not Dominican, not sir. <laughs> I told you I was going to say I went to Hampton University. I went to Hampton University, sir. I'm, I'm a black man. I think Rachel Dozal went to Hampton, too, didn't No, she did not. She oh. definitely did not. She might have went All to right, Howard so or something. Some of the winners. <laughs> outstanding new artist, Doja Cat. Outstanding male artist, Drake. Outstanding female artist, Beyonce. Outstanding soul R&B song is Do It, Chloe and Halle. Outstanding hip-hop rap song, Savage Remix. From Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, Chloe and Halle had a lot of wins on this. But yes, those are just some of the winners that you can actually watch. March 27th is when you can see everything happen live. And it's hosted by Anthony Anderson, narrated by MC Light. LeBron is going to get the President's Award. That's their most prestigious award for the night, too. Also, Swizzy, Questlove, Alicia Keys, Arsenio Hall, Michelle Obama, Regina King, Samuel L. Jackson, Tracy Morgan, and more will be presenting. Yeah, last year Rihanna got the uh, President's Award. 
Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. at you doing your little hosting duties up here. You know it. You know it. All right. Now uh, let's get into Raz B. Uh, earlier this week, his ex-girlfriend, Callie Brooks, had some things to say about him. She did a TikTok video and she revealed some very serious allegations against Raz B. Here is what she said. First, he gave me a black eye and I told everyone I did it to protect him. Then he strangled me in a parking lot where he said he was going to kill me. I have an assault that just came in the pending outside the Macy's ramp of female being assaulted by someone inside the ramp on the ground level. He was strangling her and the caller couldn't give any information on the description. And I didn't press charges because I thought it was all my fault. I was afraid of him and I didn't know how to get away. Until finally he held me down, had sex with me against my will, impregnated me, put me in the hospital, and I finally had the courage to get away from him. That's horrible. Ooh. Mm. Now these are some awful allegations. I hope she is, I don't even know what to say about that. But she said she had no idea any of the blogs would pick up her video and that fortunately she's been getting a lot of support from users on TikTok and they are making her feel better. So some women who have also been abused and survived a lot of things have shared their stories. And she said she is not clout chasing. She's just telling her story and sharing. Was she, was she, I mean, she clearly not trying to disguise her voice, right? Like, what was that about? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just on TikTok. It's a TikTok video. Oh, got you, got you. Mm-hmm. All right. And, you know, if you watch it, there's photos of her with a black eye. She has the recorded mm. 911 call that you heard, you know, all of that. And she was just lying, she says, uh, to protect Rasby. And she didn't press any charges against him. All right. That is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys uh, on Monday. Everybody else, let's get to the mix. You know, we throw it back on a Friday. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Mountain Dew is partnering with HBCUs in an effort to uplift the next generation of badass black innovators and entrepreneurs with the Real Change Opportunity Fund Pitch Competition. Empowering students to go out and do. Visit mountaindew.com slash real change to enter. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now it's Women's History Month. Who we repping today, Yee? Well, first of all, happy birthday to Diana Ross, born and raised in Detroit. She was part of the Supremes, which was Motown's most successful act during the 1960s. Also one of the best-selling girl groups of all time. Now, after leaving the Supremes, she went solo and her first album had the songs Ain't No Mountain High Enough and a Reach Out and Touch Somebody's Hand. So you know how successful that was. In addition to all of her musical ventures, she also was an actor. She got a Golden Globe Award and she was nominated for an Academy Award for the film Lady Sings the Blues. She also starred in Mahogany and The Wiz as Dorothy. Later on, she acted in television shows and she was also nominated for a Golden Globe Award for Out of Darkness and Double Platinum. Diana Ross was named the Female Entertainer of the Century by Billboard in 1976, and she is the only female artist to have number one singles on the Billboard Hot 100 as a solo artist, as half of a duet, as a member of a trio, and as an ensemble member. Of course, she was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 1988 as a member of the Supremes, and she's in the Guinness Book of World Records for having more hits than any female artist in the charts with a career total of 70 hit singles. In 2012, Diana Ross got the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. And in 2016, she got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Her most successful album to date is Diana. And it was composed by our guy, now Rogers, and Bernard Edwards from Chic. And that album had songs like I'm Coming Out and Upside Down. So again, we have to applaud Diana Ross. 
for Women's History Month, but just in life in general. You know, she got a $20 million seven-year recording contract back in 1980. And at that time, that was the highest contract to date. Here is Diana Ross on The Tonight Show talking about her experiences in show business and what worked for her. It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. I always said when they say get into show business, I say the smart thing is to have another profession <laughs> on the side or have another talent. Yes. Like a, yeah. like a sheep herder. You know, <laughs> if this fails, you can always, you know, herd sheep or something. <laughs> Not dramatic, and you don't get a big hand for it. But uh, well, I usually thing. say to a question like that, uh, really uh, be devoted to it and believe in yourself. Right. And if you totally, I think if they totally do get involved in that, it really is not, you can, you know, get another job. But if you believe in what you're going to do. And stay with you it. You know, stay with it. That was another phenomenal woman in history. All right. Again, shout out to Diana Ross, a true legend. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, now, shout out to BET and Facebook again. We, uh, My wife and I are hosting the NAACP Image Awards, the pre-virtual show. I have questions. So that is uh, tonight. So definitely tune in. Just hit my Instagram to get times and everything. And of course, the show is tomorrow. I'm not answering your questions. I have questions about this. You know, uh, the, inter the internet says you're not black. Okay. I am black. That's because of you. <laughs> it's yeah, not that's because of you. That's only because of you. No, yes, it is. It's not. No, it's not. This has been yes, going on way before me. The no, internet says you're not black. No. So how could you host the BET Awards and the NAACP Image Awards at the same time? Mm. I am black, sir. I think you All need right. to get the same smoke Danny Lay gets. I don't think it's fair. I think it's <laughs> sexist. Yo, shut up, man. Everybody goes at Danny Lay, but not Envy. Okay? Yo, shut up. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we watch the awards. And I just want to shout out everybody in Detroit. Y'all know I'm out here for my store, Private Label. We have our first ever wholesale day happening this Sunday. So if you are in the Detroit area, make sure y'all come through. I'm going to be here all weekend just taking care of things at Private Label on 8 Mile and Dequinder. All right. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, I do. It seems like uh, authenticity has been a theme this week. So I want to quote uh, Brene Brown. Brene Brown says, authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real, the choice to be honest, the choice to let our true selves be seen. Take that with you this weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?